Hello, my name is Charles Kojo Van Dyke. I am the host of Alternative Convos. Alternative Convos is a discussion show at the intersection between social cohesion and social change in Africa. It is an alternative platform, a safe space for alternative views. Today's guest is Chamrit Padonu. Chamrit is a Beninese-born advocacy and communication specialist who is passionate about development and social justice. Chamrit has had stints with the West Africa Civil Society Institute based in Accra, Speak Up Africa based in Dakar, and Herodox, well, based in Switzerland and globally, I guess. <laughs> so today's discussion point is, it is often said, thinking must precede planning and execution. However, is the absence of thinking retarding civil society's influence and relevance? Chamrit, you are welcome to my podcast. Thank you so much, Charles. It's a pleasure to be with you, and thank you for inviting me. Thank you, too. Um, so today we are talking about thinking, and that the fact that is the lack of thinking retarding our ability as civil society to be effective, to be influential, and to be relevant. I like your thoughts on this, Chamrit. Yes, definitely. I, I do think so that lack of thinking has a significant impact in your ability to achieve a particular goal. And this does not apply only to civil society, but it applies to everything we do in general. And this is even more important with civil society because of the mission or the role of civil society in our, in our society. So yes, definitely thinking is key and lacking thinking definitely affects our ability to achieve our goal or our relevancy, and inappropriate thinking also <laughs> contributes to, to not achieving our different objectives. Yeah. Fantastic. So a lot of people have said that one of the things that they have seen that uh, we lack in civil society is our ability to pause and reflect. We seem to be always on activity mode, oh. always implementing, and that we don't really pause and reflect and think strategically. I mean, is this something that you, from your experience within this space, you have seen? Yes, definitely. It is something very challenging because even when you compare our sector to the private sector, at least we know that the private sector's goal is money-making. So they are there to make profits. That's right. But one of the key advantages of civil society is that it is supposed not to be distracted by the need to make profit and therefore be solely focused on achieving their mission and ideally and making it a, a better partner for development improvement. Sadly, we find ourselves in a position where, as rightly said, we are like activity champions <laughs> and we are always implementing pre-packaged project, pre-packaged activity mm -hmm. without taking the time to ask ourselves, is this truly helping us to achieve the goal we set for ourselves? And I compare this with private sector because currently civil society is in an ecosystem where they are often distracted or influenced by external opinion. For example, as a civil society, you need to survive. So definitely you need to prove your relevance. 
So this can start disrupting the civil society as an entity instead of solely focusing on implementing activity to achieve your mission or your desired objective. In this need for you to survive, you yeah. have the, the obligation or the pressure to please donors because this is one of the major means to acquire resources. So you have to battle with donors' interests, and you have to battle with your need to survive. You have to battle also with your bias. For example, it's very common to see in our sphere civil society entities which specialize in a particular way of dealing with issue. That's right. In that case, when you set yourself a mission, you tend to apply your specialization yes. as the unique solution for all the problems you are currently facing. That's right. This is a bias civil society needs to be aware of and, and ask themselves, this problem, does it need to be solved through training in case you're a capacity building organization? Does it need to be solved through advocacy if you're in an advocacy focused organization so that you do not apply a bond end to a place where you need surgery? You do not apply a solution to a problem that needs a different type of intervention. So all these parameters reinforce the need for civil society to always ask yourself question, force yourself to think because the world is very dynamic and unless you force yourself into permanent thinking, you are often found applying or running activities that uh, lead to very minimal impacts. And, and I mean, this is a point that a lot of people have been reflecting on. Are we making impact? And is the lack of, of our ability to determine whether we are making impact uh, because we are not spending enough time thinking through uh, the kind of programs we are, are, are designing? Is that what it is? Or is it that we just don't have the time? Well, maybe we are, we, we, we are overcome by the issues of, 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 of the time. There are so many issues we are trying to solve. So how do we really pause like you said, and, and really think them thoroughly so that we can make that impact that we need to make. Yes, I think you rightly said it. The first question should be that single society should ask itself, yeah. are we making impact? I think if we honestly ask ourselves this question and honestly think about it and reflect about it, yes. then the objects will be in front of our face and we, if we are honest, start to take action regarding what we have discovered. But are we truly looking in the mirror and asking ourselves, are we making impacts? What are the current gaps and challenges preventing us to achieve the kind of impact that we want? Yes. And are we taking act relevant action to fill this gap? We definitely are, or I personally, are of the view that development sector is huge. The type of problem that we address are really complex and, and, and and very wide, but you should, this should not prevent us to invite ourselves and staying within what we are currently doing and prevent us from asking this question, are we making impact? We need to properly assess our intervention and re-evaluate them and, and modify them to fine tune our ability to achieve this impact that mm. we, we are aiming. So I think the first step is to truly, genuinely, Evaluate if we are making impact. And in that circumstance, it may start by even defining impact. What yeah. should be the impact? Yeah. What is the type of results that we would like to achieve? And therefore, truly kind of backstaging and 
to the government situation in order to identify what actually needs to be made to achieve this impact. And through the years, we have so many tools, frameworks, yeah, who are supposed <laughs> to help us to do that. Yeah. The theory of change, exactly. framework, etc. Exactly. But how are they currently used? Are so you think the problem was, is with the application? Yes, because... It's, yeah. So it's not the, prop, the problem is not the tools? No. I think the problem are with the application because mm -hmm. if we are genuine with our application, we yeah. will then update the tool if they need be. But the tool, especially the theory of change, is really well defined. It should be able to map all the various ways of possibility to achieve and define impact, clearly de define it, identify the hypothesis, and truly like put ourselves to the exercise to map the various steps that you need to go to to achieve this change and actually doing that. Mm. The sad part is that when doing a theory of change yeah. to achieve a specific <laughs> impact, you yeah. have to factor the fact that we must eat. We have to factor the fact we fact self-preservation. We have to factor the fact that we must please donors with how uh, this No, we program. call it having a cordial relationship with <laughs> Indeed, yes. That's right. We have a cordial relationship. And also being relevant. The battle between all these interests, self-preservation, uh, cordial relationship, <laughs> and ability now to achieve the impact should be in such a way that Mission driven should have a higher percentage because we acknowledge that definitely all the people that um, influence are yeah. legitimate, yeah. but they should not overshadow the main goal, which is to achieve the desired impact. Fantastic. I think one of the things that I keep on thinking about is, you know, in this whole pool of thinking, yeah. okay, what kind of thinking are we doing? Mm. Somebody once asked me, uh, civil society, are you doing creative thinking? <laughs> are you doing strategic thinking? Mm. Are you doing futuristic thinking? And it was very difficult for me to answer because a lot of the things that we are doing seem to be a rehash or a duplication yeah. or a little incremental change, yeah. right? Uh, so I, I would like to ask you, you're a person who does a lot of design thinking, creative thinking, futuristic thinking. How do we embed this into the work we do? How, how are we going to make sure that we get civil society thinking? Yes. <laughs> yeah. right, I think my opinion is do whatever you need to do to achieve your results. Whatever you need to do. And you mentioned two different approach of thinking yes. that are aiming at achieving a particular result. Yes. But you have no obligation to use them. If there's no type of thinking that exists currently for you to achieve that result, create it. Just ask yourself what you want to achieve and then think about how you want you this need to be achieved and then create whatever you need. It should be focused on more creativity. Exactly. More authenticity. Exactly. Mm. And we have this tendency of using like acknowledged or accepted methodologies by who are vetted by so-called experts. No. Like we should use weapons. But, 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 but we are told to value evidence. This evidence is key. Yeah. But Basing your approach on your objective and on the current reality is also evidence-based development. So definitely it must be based on evidence, mm. but it should not be based on a methodology that is cocky and based from someone. Mm. And if you want to be inspired by someone's methodology, you need to understudy it and understand what is what, what is at the origin of this methodology and Apply it to your context. Yeah. Definitely everything under this sun has already been done. But 
we need to adapt it creatively uh, change it to match our reality mm. and match the type of impact that we are doing and by doing so we may be able to demonstrate the impact so first of all define the impact you want to achieve demonstrate this impact if we achieve it and then communicate about it mm. because mm. in a society mm. often why to communicate impact without even achieving this impact? <laughs> and when you ask themselves what type of impact you would like to achieve, it's even hard to define. Yeah. I think the first element should be to define this impact, and mm. that's where the creative thinking uh, comes come Because yeah. you ask yourself, what do we want to achieve? Mm. Always, what do we want to achieve? Only single action of civil society should be geared toward improving the well-being of citizens, which are the audience. But currently, we have so many things I believe that are not so only geared towards things. Maybe, maybe we are distracted uh, by other things. Uh, yes, yeah. Maybe we have uh, what, what I call good intent. Mm -hmm. uh, people are, 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 are want to do good. They, they are really passionate. They, 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 they see injustice. They want to do something. But maybe they just don't have the tools and the opportunities to do so. Some what, what, what do you think? Yeah. Some do want to do justice. Yes. So I mean nothing for everybody, <laughs> but definitely a large amount of people involved in developer sector do want to bring impact. Yeah. And if you are driven by this desire to bring impact, honestly, you should ask yourself, what I just did, did I bring the kind of impact that I want or not? Mm. And therefore reflect and adjust it. But currently there are so many noise. There's so many distractions. There's so many jargonistic tendency of being seen as doing something that is definitely distract from the initial goal of achieving what we set ourselves to do. Mm. Because if we are solely driven by what we want to do, and we keep sobering ourselves by reminding to, to, to grounding us exactly mm. that this is what we want to do, must mm. what we is what we are doing actually taking us to, to that point. And that is linked to what I mentioned to the beginning where some people specialize themselves in a specific approach, whereas we live in a world which is so dynamic that you need to be multi-approach or multi-skill. For example, if you are working to make, uh, which goal should we bring? Um, economic empowerment in, yeah. let's say, Africa, yeah. you cannot solely focus on advocacy. You cannot solely focus on capacity building. You cannot solely focus on community mobilization. But it's multi-dimensional. It's multi-dimensional. Mm. But if you as an entity decide to focus solely on that, you must acknowledge that you are not able to bring the desired change in all the situation. You must work with other, uh, other, other organizations and also acknowledge your own limits. Mm. So in this perpetual reflection, that should sober us and help us be more impact focused than than anything else. Yeah, fantastic. So I I, I always like to tap into people's personal journey. <laughs> yeah. So I know that you started somewhere. You've you've seen uh, how things have gone into the sector, and 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 for you, what is that thing that always makes you pause to reflect and think before executing? What is that thing that always you know, makes you say, no, I need to think through this before implementing. For the best of the worst, I'm the kind of person who is excited by problems and challenges. 
Mm. So when I find myself in a situation where I am routinely doing something yeah. without seeing the before and after and without being able to fine-tune my approach to maximize the result, I lose motivation. Mm. So even mm. to have this motivation to mm. keep going, I have to ask myself, what is the problem? What am I actually trying to, to solve? solve? Yeah. So that I am able to see the result by the end of the day. Mm. And then this way, either be rewarding or the fact that I've not been able to achieve this result will frustrate me and motivate me to do more. Mm. So is this tendency of needing something tangible to track my approach that often motivates me and through my previous experience, yeah. something that I've learned from all my colleagues, my peers, and they keep inspiring me mm. to always try and be focused on the actual impact instead of being focused on everything else. <laughs> the shining, shining things around it. Focus on impact. Yes, that's yeah, that's, yeah, that's the game. Yeah. So one of the things that I have been trying to push a lot, I know that we talk a lot about strategic planning, mm -hmm. but I've been always also trying to put a spotlight on Look, we need to do this thinking. Oh, we need to do this thinking. Uh, you've explained a lot on how this can be done and stuff. But practically, when you look at the life of a CSO, oh. with everything that's happening, what basic things, what things can we do to really invest in this thinking? What do we need to do? I think it should come from leadership. It's mm. very critical that the leadership of every single society organization put in place an environment conducive enough for all the members of this civil society organization to be involved in critical thinking. And this will start even from the basis. We know that organizations are often guided by the vision and the mission. So if the organization is already operating, we assume that they must have like, they must pause to critically revise their strategy if they have a strategy. If not, they should put together a strategy. And yeah. the strategy should be a constellation on ideas yeah. that articulated together with help them achieve a specific objective. So what is your vision, which is the ideal situation you would like to achieve? To achieve that, what is your mission, which is the practical road you would like to, uh, to use to achieve this vision? Then based on your mission, what do you need to implement gradually to achieve it? And you move from this dream and gradually, based on your current reality, you draw then the connection or the path you would like to make to achieve it. And this must not be done by only one individual or two or three. It must be done collectively, whereas there is no crazy ideas. They are just ideas that help to achieve it or not. So we should not judge ideas in this creative strategic thinking based on the, on the the nature usual or common of this idea. If it's a bit unusual, unusual. which is still welcome. Exactly. Mm. Any idea should be judged only by the matrix of understanding or assessing if these ideas will bring us closer to our objective or not. Any other thing should be secondary thoughts as compared to whatever you are saying. Will you help us achieve our objective? If yes, let's think about it. Let's explore it. That's Let's right. More exploration, exactly. more experimentation exactly. in the work of it. If the current approach were that successful, we should have already a peaceful and prosperous world, but we are not. Mm -hmm. So it means that there is gap for the current approaches. So there's still space to create, to ideate, to mm. innovate. Yeah. And that's the best way we need to try 
try, try. And I think this the place where you need to try creatively, meaning that you try something, it could work or not. If it doesn't, take your lessons and try again. Do not say, oh, this hasn't worked and we will have to go back to our own way of doing it. No, keep trying, keep pushing, keep pushing. And while doing so, you will draw some lessons in this way again for once how you think and for what you are doing. So Fantastic. Some, someone, some guy told me once, Charles, uh, you talk about this thinking a lot. Mm. Okay, so I, I want to put the question you put to me. He said, okay. Charles, how do I become, if you are telling an emerging uh, civic person, you know, civic leader, he said, how do I become an ambassador of thinking before execution? What do I need to do as that individual that represents thinking before execution? So if you're going to ask them, what would you tell this young person? Only one word. Wow. And anything mm. they ask you to do. Why? Why? Anything, why? Anything, why? Until you are clearly having a picture of the reason behind whatever they are saying. Always ask why. And unless you are satisfied with the why, so questioning. Always question, always challenge structures school. Always be wondering why, why, why? Until it's really clear that you have the explanation. I'm sure that even whoever you are pushing by also in this world, this uh, uh, this process may help those persons understand even some ideas or parameters that they not talked about it. So I think the key way should be to always question, always ask why, always, always, always. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you so much, Chabret, for this interesting and very enlightening conversation about a, a subject that we talk about every day, but don't put weight on it. Thinking. Yeah. The need for us to think before we plan and execute. Thank you, Chairman, for making time for my podcast, and I wish you the very, very best. Thank you, Charles. It was a pleasure to be with you. Thank you. Thank you.